0: Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. We are Nashville's on-demand sports network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for a show, for a business, and they help out. You guys, Renters Warehouse, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness for one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. A Wilson County Hyundai, for that next new ride, head out to Lebanon. WilsonCountyHyundai.com, Calvin & Subtle. That's who you need to trust with your brand-new hardwood floors to increase the increase the equity in your home at CalvinAndSubtle.com and the Boney Joint Institute Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, Zach, you talked about the NFL schedule when it's fully released. And I know the first thing I look for when I see the Titans schedule every year, every day that it comes out each spring, I immediately, Zach, look for when's the bye week? Because the bye week and how does the Titans' bye week align with the Vols' bye week? Because then I know do I get a a nice weekend away? Do I get to take a trip, a a weekend off? But we'll know that at seven o'clock tonight. But what we already know is the NFL released week one of the season this morning, which is different from years past. And the Titans drew the Arizona Cardinals in week one at home, which I think is interesting. The Titans open up at home this year in 2021, and the Arizona Cardinals, not a divisional opponent, not a conference opponent, a team they have not seen since Mike Vrabel has been the coach of the Tennessee Titans, a team they have not seen since they've worn their new uniforms. Uh, So, Zach, what was your first reaction when you saw the Arizona Cardinals as the Titans' week one opponent?
1: honestly thought that it was a uh, a blessing right like you could have gotten the Jags you could have gotten the Texans the Texans are probably the best case scenario and we'll talk about them later right to get an automatic win to start the season because you do last year they started five and0 Now, a lot of people forget about that. They started hot before their first loss against the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. Went down to the wire. Goskowski couldn't make that kick to send it to overtime. They don't get a chance they lose, right? But I looked at this and I said, you know, there's a lot of good quality football teams in the NFL. The Cardinals, I think, have been more sporadic than any other NFL football team in the last couple of years. They're still grooming Kyler Murray, who has tons of talent. Don't get me wrong, right? The guy can make plays. They have Nuke, which I learned this week, DeAndre Hopkins uh, in Arizona, and they're rebuilding their defense. I think that was the key, the first thing that I thought of, rebuilding their defense. That means that Derrick Henry can feast in week one. You always have in football that week one pop, right? The whoa, we're back especially because you don't practice like you used to you have three preseason games which is less than four from a year ago i think this benefits the titans i looked at the opposing defense first of all well the cardinals don't have a very good defense
0: well and they have two new pieces that the titans are very familiar with one is they have uh uh, our, our guy, Malcolm Butler, uh, who is in Arizona now after the Titans cut him for salary cap reasons this past offseason. And the Cardinals have J.J. Watt, who the Texans parted ways with this offseason. Maybe the Titans were in on landing J.J. Watt. Now they get to face J.J. Watt in week one, flip it over to the offensive side of the ball. They're very familiar with DeAndre Hopkins, and that's not a good way. And so Bobby says, unfortunately, J.J. Watt will still be healthy in week one. So you're going to play J.J. Watt you're going to play DeAndre Hopkins, two guys you're familiar with. AJ Brown can go up against his practice uh, opponent from the last couple of years uh in Malcolm Butler on when the Titans are on the ball, have the ball. So I do think I do think it's interesting that you you never really know what you're going to get each NFL season but the Titans do have some familiarity with a couple key pieces of what the Cardinals want to do on offense and defense so I do find that a that being a benefit but Zach they've never played Kyler Murray and Kyler Murray is a different type of quarterback that's hard to prepare for the first time you see him because you don't know how that speed and how his size and his unique skill set will translate up against your defense. And the Titans have a brand new defense with seven of uh, 11 being new starters on the defensive side of the ball. So communication will be key against Kyler Murray the first time you play him. Will the Titans with with new faces be able to communicate well enough to stop Kyler Murray enough to win this game I think that's a key part of what this matchup's going to be uh so I'm very intrigued with Cardinals Titans week one and as Ethan mentioned the first time the Titans open up at home in week one since 2017 all of Mike Vrabel's week ones have been on the road Miami uh Cleveland and then last year in Denver
1: so you're saying that is this so you're saying this is not a good matchup
0: well, there's, there's, I, I'm an, I didn't say that yet. Why?
1: Well, well, that's why I'm asking you. You brought up a couple of negatives. That's why I'm asking I, you. I what also is brought your up thought,
0: positives though, Zach. I, I brought up the positives of familiarity of knowing key points, key figures on the on the Cardinals from the past. Do you think and the, the I, NFL did them a favor? Not really. I, I think it's kind of a watch. why. I, what? Why? Well, I think because Kyler Murray will, I think. Kyler Murray will determine the outcome of this game. It's on him, whether the Titans can slow him down and force him to make turnovers, or whether the Titans can't, and he takes over, puts up 400-plus yards of offense, scores a few touchdowns, and the Cardinals making a shootout. So I think Kyler Murray... Is the wild card in this game? It can go either way, Zach. I don't know why you're shaking your head.
1: Well, I'm shaking my head because Kyler Murray's not Russell Wilson. You're you're speaking like he's he's this unbelievable MVP. The Cardinals lost five of the last seven games to end last season. They have a defensive problem, and they can't run the football.
0: Zach, you're only hearing the, the positive things I, I say about Kyler Murray. Did you ignore the fact that I said the Titans can force him into turnovers you, and win the game? you're saying
1: that they didn't do a fa- them a favor. That's what I, I'm, I I'm, I I'm pushing back on your fact that you're saying that the NFL, in my opinion, I think that the, Titan, that, that the NFL did the Titans a huge favor. This is a great matchup against an NFC team team that's not very good that had a losing streak that cannot run the football also if you look at the cardinals last year they couldn't run like their high their their best rusher was either kenyon drake under 100 yards or kyler murray like that that is their problem the and and here's another reason why i disagree the x factor that will that will decide the the outcome of this game is derrick henry It's not Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray still has a lot of growing to do, and game
0: one, week one, is not his growth spurt. Okay, Zach, you have completely whiffed on what I'm trying to say. Because you're not saying it very well. Okay, all right, then I'll reset it so maybe you can understand it a little bit better. I'll talk slower for you. Kyler Murray will determine the outcome of this game. Either way, he is a boom or bust type player. Don't talk, don't talk. I'm not done yet. He is a boom or bust type player. He can either make a bunch of plays to carry his team to a win or he makes a bunch of mistakes and his team will lose. The Titans have never played Kyler Murray before. That is a wild card in this matchup. It's week one. You don't know what type of new wrinkles Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray possibly have because he doesn't have tape from the year. It is an interesting mashup. I don't think it's a favor the NFL did. I just think it's an interesting matchup that could go either way. They're the all tight-
1: interesting matchups. You didn't okay. say a bunch of stuff that we didn't already know. We know that Kyler Murray is athletic. We know that he can make plays. But what I'm telling you is it's not about Kyler Murray. Okay. It's about Derrick Henry it and is the Tennessee about, Titans It is about team.
0: Kyler. It is about It's Ky- not.
1: It's not. The Titans offense is is better than the Cardinals' defense. I'm not arguing by, by, well, Listen, shut, shut your mouth and open your ears. I just listened to you. You take a tall glass of water, take a sip, and listen. Because Derrick Henry is the X factor in this game. The Titans are a much better team than the Arizona Cardinals. That's the favor that was given. And the other favor that the NFL gave is that it's at home. This is the year that you're going to have full crowds. There's a benefit. The Titans fan base. I do believe the last time that they were able to come together at a full capacity was back when they were about to make the run to the AFC Championship game. This is a big favor by the NFL. They didn't. The, the, the NFL could have gone a lot of different ways. Could have put them up against the Buffalo Bills or, or the the uh, a uh, the Colts. They usually open up sometimes with an AFC South rival. The Jags, I think that was a blessing that they didn't open up with the Jags. We'll talk about them a little bit later. I think this is a great matchup at home Against the Cardinals because Derrick Henry can
0: run train over a poor defense. Well, it was a poor defense last year. The Cardinals put a lot of resources into their defense this year, so that's why I'm not exactly like thinking Derrick Henry's going to have 200 rushing yards out of the gates. Now, you 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 push back on me saying Kyler Murray determines this game with saying Derrick Henry determines this game. Derrick Henry does not have the flop ability of a performance like Kyler Murray does, which is what my point is that. Kyler Murray goes either way, good, bad. And there's a lot of room in between. Derrick Henry is going to be good, right? Derrick Henry will be good in every game he plays while healthy this upcoming season. But Derrick Henry can go from either good or to great, right? So he can have an outstanding game, but he's not going to have an awful game like Kyler Murray has the tendency to do every once in a while. So that's why I go with Kyler Murray being the determining factor of this matchup, because it's more unpredictable than the, than the production you're going to get from Derrick Henry.
1: All right, let's ask this question to the people. Let's get the people involved. Yeah. Let's get their feeling and their sentiment. What's one word to describe the Titans hosting the Cardinals to open up the 2021 NFL football season? So, what is one word to describe? We have one bit of information so far. We're going to get the rest of the schedule tonight. All we have is week one Cardinals at Titans live from Nissan Stadium. What is one word to describe that matchup?
0: First, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. The region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever the injury happens in life, either you or someone you love, make sure you know who to go to, who to trust with your recovery process. They've got over a dozen doctors there at the Bone and Joint Institute who can specialize and do specialize in any injury that could happen. They got spine, ankle, knee, shoulder, they got concussion guys, they got everything, hip replacement, whatever you need, they got it. And the state-of-the-art rehab facility to go along with it, all in one building boneandjointtn.org
1: man we austin you and i one free throw lost us some money two days ago i won a lot of money last night thank you to the lakers and thank you to a parlay and thank you to our vegas insider brian edwards who does the pick show every tuesday and friday (laughs) at two o'clock Presented by BetMGM. Use that promo code atoz sports when you sign up. Sign up today. Download the app. They got promotions galore. They get free bets. Hell, I got thirty-one free dollars just based on uh, Julius. Or yeah, Julius Randle scoring points last night for the Knicks. It was great. I didn't have to do anything. That's what BetMGM provides. They provide you bonuses and parlay boosts. That's BetMGM. Download the app today.
0: All right, so asking you guys what's one word to describe Titans-Cardinals week one matchup, a lot of comments. I'm trying to scroll to the top. Uh, Opportune, opportunity or just opportune from Real Mort? Uh, OMFG, it's Rob, says excited. BMO hyphens with a toss-up. Hopefully not a toss sweep to Derrick Henry now that Arthur Smith's gone. Uh, G-Man on base is challenging as hell. King Mofaka (laughs) says says woo. Uh, Bobby says intriguing. Tighten up Ohio says fair. Gene with energy. Uh, Lee says great test to see if the defense has improved. Electric coming in from Jonathan. Mason says huge. Mark says "dub win, right? Intriguing from Scott. Donald with dangerous. The Cardinals offense is legit. Ahmad says exciting. Blessing from Chris. Juiced from Steph. Uh, Ed says victory, Antonio exciting, Puka with opportunity, Guy says interesting, juice from Alex, Uh, intriguing from Chris, awesome from William, exciting, tone, yummy, intriguing, electric, meh, hopeful, a lot of nuke, a lot of really good words here. So Zach, I'll toss it over to you. What is your one word to describe Titans hosting the Cardinals in week one?
1: Well, it goes to the title of the show. It's Favorable. This is a favorable matchup. Doesn't mean that the Titans are going to blow the Cardinals out, but I do think that this matchup is in their favor. Whether it's week 1 at home or whether it's in the interiors and details of the football game. I think that the Titans can start out 1 and 0 because this is a favorable matchup compared and you got to do this. Who are the other options? Again, yeah. that's why I say that it was favorable, and the, the NFL did them a favor. It could have been the Bills, 13-3 and three last year. It could have been the surging Dolphins. It could have been the Kansas City Chiefs. It could have been the Indianapolis Colts. It could have been the Patriots or the Saints, like the Rams, the Seahawks. I mean, th- this is – The Dolphins, uh, yeah. Right? Like, the, the, the Rams – the Titans are going to have a tough schedule and this is the one thing that we we have to do and we'll do more tomorrow which is tough is to not take into account fully what last year was because there's always a and I think Alan Bell had this I think 17 of the last uh, 19 years there has been a worst to first division winner so that tells you a lot just because you finished last doesn't mean that you won't win your division but you can kind of tell the playoff teams, right? You yeah. can tell. You can kind of tell the Super Bowl windows who's in, who's out of their Super Bowl windows. I, I think this is a favorable matchup for the Tennessee Titans to open the season.
0: Yeah, you bring up Allen's stats, seventeen and nineteen. Uh, usually, that's the NFC South <laughs> it has the worst, the first, or a different you know, winner like
1: that. Oh, I know that all too well.
0: Yeah, I know you do. All right. So Bimo says uh, Kyler Murray is seven and nine in away games, one zero oh, and one in season opener. So that's something to to know right there. My one word is, is unique just because Kyler Murray in this offense is unique. And I think, you know, you talk about, you can kind of make this correlation whenever like a college football team opens up a season with the triple option school that you kind of have extra time to prepare, but you're still really not going to know what you're going to see until you're in there and how it's going to work. So it's I I do like the fact that they get Kyler Murray in Week One instead of Kyler Murray in Week like eight because you know a, off of a, a a regular game week where you just played a game Sunday then have to prep for Kyler Murray's style and unpredictability it it's better to have it Week One than have it Week later in the season where you just came off of a game and so it. I'm very intrigued, but unique is my one word to describe this because you don't see the Cardinals that often, really at all. You get to see them at home, and I like that the fact that they open at home after a year where we didn't get to see fans in Nissan Stadium uh, that much, and I'm excited to see the atmosphere to come off of a division title to start another season with a lot of expectations.
1: So the one thing that we do have to, and we mentioned him a little bit, but I got to bring this up because, um, let's see, I think Josh Carroll brought it up, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. And, and, and Hopkins has been a Titans killer as far as that game. When he was with the Texans, he saw the Titans twice a year, right? And he had some massive games with and without – Deshaun Watson right that was the most impressive factor of it is even when Deshaun Watson before he was drafted DeAndre Hopkins was having a good years so I I think that is one guy that I think you you target you did bring up the new defense I just think of the Titans the Titans have hedged very hard for their defense and Shane Bowen Shane Bowen has all new pieces, probably better pieces than he had last year, right? Because Vic Peasley is a problem, and Genevion Clowney wasn't very good. Now you have Bud Dupree, a premier pass rusher, granted coming off of an ACL, but they don't have to improve. We talk about the rise of where the Titans' defense is and where you need to go. I think that out of the gates – the Titans' defense will be tested with with Kyler Murray and their weapons, but I think that they have better players. They have better players, right? That's what they did. They flipped their roster to go out and combat what the opposing offenses can do, but DeAndre Hopkins is a guy you got to watch.
0: Yeah, all right. I'm just going to reset and give some pros and cons for the Titans opening up with the Cardinals in Week 1, but first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Suttle.
1: Yeah, Calvin and Suttles, where you need to go to get your hardwood floors, forget about it. You you spill some spicy meatballs on that carpet, rip that thing up, and put in brand new hardwood floors. 615-448-6414. Maybe it's a nice Sunday after church. And you want to come back home to a nice home. You don't want to come back to a dirty, messy carpet that stinks, dog's been peeing all over the place, or the hardwood floors are scuffed up. Get brand new hardwood floors, one to two weeks. That's all it takes once you pick out your perfect hardwood floor like this Rivoli. You talk about Italian, my man, the mafia? Revoli. That's what needs to be installed into your house at a great price whether it's, and they have a whole range of quality hardwood floors. 615- 448-6414 or online at calvinandsubtle.com.
0: A to Z Sports, who wants a free honor bucks? If you sign up for a BetMGM today, you will get free $100 if you use code ATOZ100 that's ATOZ100 you place a $1 money line bet on either the Braves or Blue Jays, and if Either team hits a single home run you win 100 bucks regardless of that money line bet just download the BetMGM app use our code ATOZ100 to win $100 uh, when you place a $1 money line bet on the Braves or Blue Jays if a single home run's hit you win that 100 bucks visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions you must be 21 years older must be present in Tennessee for gambling problem support call the Tennessee Red Line at 800 889 9789 here live on this uh, uh Wednesday show almost forgot what day it was but the Titans will open the season with the Arizona Cardinals in Nashville so some quick pros and cons uh for this matchup for the Titans the pros are uh AJ Brown versus Malcolm Butler pro AJ Brown like I think AJ Brown and Malcolm Butler uh that's a, a very favorable matchup Zach as you've been kind of saying with uh uh, the for the titans there now the con is the opposite side as deandre hopkins versus whoever your new starting corners are because the titans have a makeshift remade secondary outside of kevin byard everybody else will be new starters on that secondary so who and how will they try to cover deandre hopkins jack rabbit with some help jack i mean he's
1: your most experienced corner you paid him he's the highest paid corner Get Jackrabbit on him, shut him down, which you won't be able to do, but give him some help in the back half of the defense. Uh, Jackrabbit is your solution there.
0: Yeah, uh, pro for the Titans, it's a home game. You've got extra time to prep for Kyler Murray. Con for the Titans is J.J. Watt knows your offensive line really well. He knows your offense really well and will be able to have a significant impact on that new Cardinals defense uh, because of what he brings to the table. What do you think about the J.J. Watt factor in this game? Uh, I'm
1: curious, all right? I think we're all, you know, I don't expect a Tom Brady new uniform success from J.J. Watt. Uh, I do still think he still has some gas left in the tank, but I don't know. I don't really expect a lot out of J.J. Watt coming out of the gates. Now, they're going to put him in favorable situations on third down to rush the passer, and I don't know how... I mean, they paid him a, a lot of money, but we all know Jadeveon Clowney was a, a was a good example last year. You know, he, he went to a new team, didn't really do much. I'm. This is not the same JJ Watt.
0: No, but but JJ Watt still played a really good game against the Titans last year. I mean, you remember Lawan goes out with the ACL. The very next snap, JJ Watt says, "I'm going to line up over Sam Brylo pad, and I'm going to go sack, strip sack Tannehill, get the football, make this thing interesting." And that's
1: exactly what he did. Well, maybe you bringing up that point, I think, is the bigger point. Oh, is, and
0: it's it's the mental is Taylor, aspect.
1: Well, it's Taylor one, right? Is Taylor Lawan? This is his first true game back from an ACL. He's had a long time to rehab. We all believe that he'll get back to shape but it does take some game speed time to get back to where you were and who you were. We saw that a couple of years ago when he was suspended for four games, he didn't come out great out of the gates, right?
0: Yeah. What kind of rust does, does coming off the ACL half you, you have to knock off, right? Uh, that makes sense there too. And several of you guys in the chat, have brought out that JJ Watt will be healthy because it's week one. The Titans have dodged him over the last several years, a few times because he's just frankly been injured. Uh, so Tyler asked the question. He says, have Zach explain why he thinks uh, the Titans can beat Arizona's defense. Like, what about Arizona's defense makes you so much more confident? Tyler's asking that question.
1: Well, they've they've had to, very similar to the Titans, revamp it. The the Cardinals' defense was bad last year. That's why they lost so many games towards the end of the season. They lost five out of the last seven games, and when they – The Bills game was a turning point, right? Remember the Hail Mary? They could have parlayed that into success. They didn't. And they struggled mightily. So they went out and got new pieces on the defensive line. We talked about J.J. Watt. And also in the back half of their defense, I just think that the Titans offense has the identity that is greater than the Arizona Cardinals defense's identity. I think the Cardinals have to find theirs. And it's going to take a few weeks. The Titans, we know, are going to run the football, throw to A.J. Brown, get screen passes, and get try to get Derrick Henry in space, get some of their other playmakers in space. There is a question mark, and I, I will give you this. There's a question mark about a brand new offensive play caller for the Titans, but the big piece is the best running back in the NFL. He is the best player on the field. Derrick Henry is better than DeAndre Hopkins because DeAndre Hopkins doesn't touch the ball as much. De- uh, Derek Henry is better than Ryan Tannehill and Kyler Murray. That's why I think Titans offense greater than Cardinals defense, because it will take the Cardinals a couple of weeks to find out who they are when the Titans already know who they are.
0: Yeah, th- the, so the Cardinals have several key pieces of their defense. They added J.J. Watt and Malcolm Butler to that. They had Chandler Jones. They re-signed Marcus Golden. They have Buda Baker, who Elijah Molden, who we talked about uh, earlier in the week. Uh, is kind of gets a, a Buda Baker comp uh, Titans rookie there too in the draft. The Cardinals I think had a pretty interesting draft because they drafted Zaven Collins, the big linebacker out of Tulsa in the first round. Rondale Moore, wide receiver out of Purdue, who is you know kind of a, a, an interesting piece to catch passes and to do some some quirky things uh, with uh, uh, Kyler Murray there on the offense. And then they got Marco Wilson in the in the fourth round, who's a corner from Florida. Who was a pretty good pick there for value in the fourth round of the draft. So I, I do find the Cardinals defense to be similar to the Titans defense in the fact that they um they tried to rework a lot of their of their defense and keep the core they had, but bring in veterans who know how to play the game.
1: Here's another fact and a stat that I think is pretty interesting. We go back to that DeAndre Hopkins conversation. Last year when DeAndre Hopkins went over 100 yards receiving, the Cardinals were 6-1. and That I think is a massive factor. If DeAndre Hopkins has a good game, and there was a few games looking back on it, Hopkins a buck 37, a 151, 127, 136, 169. These are individual games. These are blowout games, right, that a breakout star shows out. They have got to keep Hopkins at bay because it looks like, based on their offense and their production, if Hopkins gets to that century mark, they got a damn good chance of winning that game,
0: and AJ Green is in Arizona, so they've got DeAndre Hopkins and well, old. Well, you a. downplayed
1: AJ Green for the last three years. Well, you, I know, can't, but, you can't pump him up now, Austin. Well, AJ I've, I've brought him up multiple times over the years, and you've always said that guy's old and done.
0: Well, yeah, whenever we've been having conversations about top ten wide receivers in the NFL, yeah, AJ Green's not in that conversation anymore.
1: Uh, but he's but still, you can't bring him up as a positive now. I can't let you do that.
0: I, I think when you When you group him with DeAndre Hopkins and Rondale Moore and Christian Kirk, yeah, I think A.J. Green's a pretty good piece right there.
1: What do you think if you paired him with A.J. Brown? Was that a good piece? You said no. You said no all offseason. I can't let you say yes now. Because
0: I don't think – because the Cardinals have so much more in their wide receiver room than the Titans do. Christian Kirk is better than Josh Reynolds and everybody else not named A.J. Brown that the Titans have. Uh, yeah, Rob says I'd rather have Corey Davis and AJ Green right now. I agree with that. But neither of those guys I thought would be worth the free agent dollars for them to go, for them to go. But I think AJ Green, as their possible like third wide receiver behind Kirk and D Hop. I mean, that's a really damn good third option for Kyler Murray, especially when you have so much speed and ability around him.
1: Well, AJ Green is a wait and see piece. Can he salvage his career and get, Squeeze a little more juice out of that orange now that he's out of Cincinnati.
0: And similar to J.J. Watt, you, you know, you would expect A.J. Green to be healthy in week one. That hasn't been the case because he got injured in that Cincinnati cheap-ass turf on their practice field. I don't think you can expect
1: ago. A.J. Grant- Green to be healthy ever for the rest of his career.
0: Right, right. So, Zach, let's uh, change gears here as we talk about the rest of the Titans schedule that will be released Uh, unveiled uh, tonight uh, on the NFL Network, right? Uh, At 7 p.m., Buck Rising will have your instant reaction at 8 o'clock with A to Z Sports Primetime. But we always like doing this. How many primetime games do you think the Titans will get in 2021? How many primetime games Thursday, Sunday night, Monday night do you think the Titans will get this upcoming season? But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, I've got a mandu workout later tonight, mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. So go check it out. It's full body electronic muscle stimulation, which means it targets every muscle group you've at in 15 minutes and it leaves all the pressure off of your joints and your body only going after those muscles mandu is for everybody i suggest you give it a try whatever your fitness goals are you can achieve those with the help of the science of mandu and their fantastic trainers mandu.com your first workout is absolutely free
1: don't forget bet mgm use that promo code atoz sports won some money last night uh austin i, I went a, i went a little bit crazy yesterday and i told you that midday i put i started the day with a little under three hundred dollars in my account And at one point it was zero because I had all my bets out. I I did. I I, I got, and I I usually don't do that, but I did.
0: So I I had a little
1: under 300. It was like 260, something like that. And I just, I started betting. I had some really good NBA slate games that I really liked. And you know what? All of them, but one hit, Jimmy Butler got hurt, which killed my player prop there. But I ended the night with over 500. So, it worked out pretty damn well. I don't think I'm going to do that again. Yeah, I
0: wouldn't it, do that. Now, I'm probably sweating buckets, right? I, I
1: kind of had the, the, you know, the, the jitters going into the night because of excitement. But it was a ball night last night. I watched a lot of basketball. It was very, very enjoyable. Made me some pasta, right? Right? Some Italian pasta. Some homemade sauce that I simmered for about, I don't know, four hours. And I sat back, and I won some money with BetMGM. You can download the app today. And use that promo code A-T-O-Z Sports.
0: Yeah, Ronnie asked, did, did you guys bet on the Grizz? I had a bet on the over for the Grizz and Mavericks, and that cash real easy for that. So, all right, Zach. So how many primetime games will the Titans have in 2021? Because, uh, you know, you're guaranteed one, right? You're guaranteed your one Thursday night matchup that every team gets every year because of that deal. So they're going to have one. How many will they have on the schedule? Because Travis brings us up. Maybe get flexed into one later in the year. Travis says, "Start with three and maybe get that a bonus one from the flex."
1: So let's so, go to the let's go to the chat. Yeah, yeah. Because I do think there's a sweet spot, but let's see what the chat says. Steph says three. Ronnie goes four. Guy says three. Jarrell goes three. Two max from Dadson, the pessimist, coming over carrying over from yesterday. Uh, Ahmad says three. Zach three. Kendall three two or three for Ken, four or five from Rob. Rob's on crack this morning. Mikey says two. AK says zero. Well, AK that can't happen because you have to get one.
0: Yeah. One is the four here. Jay says five. Alan says
1: three. Apollo two. Louis three. Two from Puka. One Thursday. One Monday. Lane says three. Michael says three. Ed says four. Uh, Dom with two, Antonio goes four, two Monday nights, one Sunday night, of course, a Thursday night. So he's kind of being a little bit more specific in this. Where are you at in this conversation?
0: Well, so let me just let me just throw this out there because uh previously, last year and before, the max primetime games a single team could have was five. And last year you the had eight, you, you, and well, last year eight teams that had five. That's crazy. Eight the Bears
1: TV always games. have five.
0: Well, right, Chicago's the, a massive TV market. Last year, the Bucks also had five. But this past spring, they've redone that, where now the max you can have is seven. You can have seven primetime games maximum for a team. So that, the Titans will not do that. Uh, they got a bonus primetime game. Does that hurt game. or help? the Titans, yeah. I think it hurts the Titans because now you get the Cowboys can go for more, the Bears can go for more, Washington and the, the whole NFC East to get it getting load up on primetime games.
1: And we're not used, the New York teams have been bad over the last several years. Once the New York teams become good and now that they have more I, Jets I, now because yeah. of their quarterback.
0: Right, so let's, let's look at this though. Let's look at the Titans opponents and find out how many primetime opponents do they have? Home primetime possibilities that they have enough. Oh, yeah. The Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the San Francisco 49ers. And then because of the Thursday night game, the Colts could be a primetime opponent like they were last year, right? So then the away primetime possibilities the Patriots, the New York Jets, who we just kind of touched on, That's the Rams. Sick seven the Seahawks eight and the Steelers nine. There are a ton of primetime opportunities because of the schedule and the opponents, the Titans are playing. Oh, and I forgot it's different. So this one probably doesn't count the 17th team, the saints, right? But the saints no longer have drew Brees. I doubt they're going to have as many primetime games as they've had in the past, but still the saints are a brand. So you said, what, nine potential primetime opponents?
1: Yes, and here's another fun fact for this season is there is one change. The week one Monday Night Football doubleheader is no longer a thing. It's been eliminated.
0: Thank God.
1: ESPN and ABC will instead get a Saturday doubleheader in week 18, which is weird to say. Hell yeah. Week 18 with the league flexing in two games with playoff implications.
0: That's what I'm talking. They're about starting right
1: there. to play. They're starting to, to to throw some gas on this fire. Oh
0: well, because they saw what happened when college football was like. Yeah, we're gonna, we're going to play a weird season. The NFL was like, ooh, Saturday. Okay, let's let's jump into this thing.
1: They got to start making more money. The yeah, salary so- cap should never go down, and it did. That's the last time it ever should happen. Now it took a world pandemic for it to get there but they still powered through the season, which is unbelievable. I love it.
0: All right, so so Zach, because Dadson asked, what is considered primetime now? It's the Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, and then there are the Saturday flex options that we can't really count on at this point. There might be a game like late in the year where it says like, uh, you know, December 27th or 28th. Like that's what the, uh, the game was for Washington a couple of years ago uh, when the Titans hosted them. Uh, late in the year, it was a Saturday night game. So there's those some of those uh, opportunities there. So how many games, primetime games, you think they'll get this year, Zach?
1: Well, I asked you
0: first. You didn't oh.
1: answer the question when I asked you. you well, it's because I, I
0: wasn't done setting the table, man. Like, we don't just put all the food but, on the table. Yeah, but don't you hadn't had started
1: eating. You, you set the table and then threw the question back
0: at me. I asked you the
1: question to start. You don't answer the question.
0: Well, I, my bad. I wasn't. I was uh, uh occupied mentally, I guess. But so yeah. I think... You
1: like talking. This is what you you talk through the question, and I, you your mind is going to answer the question, and then all of a sudden you don't.
0: I think I have undiagnosed ADD, so that that might have something to do with it. Okay, so we
1: like everybody else in this world.
0: So we've gone through. Uh, we think they have nine potential opponents who could be primetime games. We established think, that yes. I think the Tennessee Titans get four. (laughs) And I think the majority of these are away games. I think Titans Rams, Titans Steelers, Titans Patriots are away games. And I think they get the Titans and the Chiefs feel like a Monday night football game. I think Titans Steelers in Pittsburgh is the Thursday night matchup. I think they'll do Titans Patriots uh, as well on a primetime game because of Rabel Belichick. I think that makes a lot of sense. So I say four, Zach, and I go with those. I'm guessing the opponents will be Chiefs at home, Patriots, Rams, Steelers on the road.
1: Very, very interesting. I don't, I disagree with one. So I agree with four. That is my number. Uh, the Titans are a premier AFC team. They have Derrick Henry now, right? Yeah. So they have something to sell. They're not the biggest market. And you did the smart thing, Austin. You looked at, the away games because that is going to be at least two right I mean they're not gonna have three home games and one away game on on primetime. so right. I agree with the Patriots and I agree with the Steelers those two we are aligned I on. know I knew you were gonna
0: disagree with the Seattle Seahawks I'm sorry the Rams
1: yeah I am disagree with the Rams I I think that that doesn't make any sense you
0: just think that's like a 325 kickoff in in LA
1: yes 100 percent um Home games, the Chiefs, so here's the tough part. You got to look at the Chiefs' schedule, right, and their opponents, not necessarily the Titans' matchup with them because right, the Chiefs are going to get the seven, right? The Chiefs are getting the seven, the Bucks yeah. are getting the seven, and the Cowboys are getting the seven. The death taxes and what I just said, that I, the, we know are true because that makes the most money. Are the Titans worthy enough, right, for those seven primetime games for the Kansas City Chiefs? Then you also have the caveat of the flex, and the flex, and this is the hard part. We'll talk about this tomorrow after the schedule comes out tonight. Is what does the end of the
0: schedule look like to possibly be flexed? Right. All right. So I've no absolutely true. So I'm looking at the Chiefs, um, the Chiefs opponents right now. Obviously, they have the Chargers, Raiders, Broncos twice because of the AFC West. Their non-division opponents, the Titans uh, in Tennessee, at the Ravens, they host the Steelers. Here's a guarantee uh, prime time. The Chiefs host the Cowboys. (laughs) That one's going on Sunday Night Football. They host the Buffalo Bills, and they host the Green Bay Packers. So my guess is because of the Aaron Rodgers uncertainty, the Green Bay Packers will have a lot less primetime games this year than they probably would have if draft day Aaron Rodgers drama didn't happen. So I think the Chiefs Packers will not be on primetime because they don't want Jordan Love versus Patrick Mahomes. They don't want to find themselves... In that potential situation,
1: I don't know. I think that that is also an intriguing matchup. So, so here's where I'm going to go. I am actually going to pass on the Chiefs Titans matchup in prime time.
0: Really? This I is, am. but now this is this is like matchup number three. Like they've got two. They got the Titans won in Nashville. The Chiefs won in the AFC title game to win on to win the Super Bowl. There's something there. There is a little bit of familiarity with good games they've played,
1: but. Let's go back. This is where my history goes goes into play. What time was the kickoff and who was on the call Titans hosting the Chiefs two years ago?
0: I believe that was Nance and Romo noon in Nashville. That, I think, makes the most sense of the day game. and Because
1: CBS and Fox have to get theirs too. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to kind of hedge. You've gotten your four games this yeah. is where I'm going to go. I agree with the Steelers and the the Patriots. Those make most sense in their respected cities. In Nashville, though, I'm going to double down on two. I think the Miami Dolphins early at home, Dolphins, Titans, I'm going to take that, and exactly. I'm also going to take Titans bills because last year it was a blowout on a Tuesday night and a weird schedule. But I think that's a great matchup for the Bills and the Titans that you can put at the end of the season because both of those teams should be in the hunt, as they say, right? So I'm going Bills-Dolphins, Steelers-Patriots. Those are my four. So we both think four. Yeah, but
0: now now we're battling between what? I, I... they're probably only get
1: three, but
0: yeah, I, I think I I feel like we're, we do this every year, don't we? Don't we always like overguess by one?
1: Yeah, un- until the switch, they finally switched and gave them one more. And I think that year we predicted less, right? Like
0: yeah, yeah. So you know, it's 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 interesting because they got the Bills last year in primetime because of the COVID thing. So will they do that two years in a row? That, that's why I did not go with the Bills. I, I did not go with the Bills because they were makeshift primetime last year.
1: I think it's four either way because I think they'll get flexed into one game if they start with three. Oh, I, man. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think they'll get five. I don't think they'll get flexed into another
0: one. A to Z Sports here live on this show. I'm going to go uh, search Twitter to find uh, maybe something that came out. But, Zach, uh, I want you – you're going to tell us about three things the NFL strategically did – with their week one matchups. But first, tell us about Wilson County Hyundai.
1: Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to get your ride, the 2021 Palisade. It's hard to find in stock around these parts in any parts around the country, but you can find them at Wilson County Hyundai. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. You get off, you go visit Payne Bone and his team, and they'll hook you up. The 2021 Palisade is a full-size SUV, third-row seating, bucket seats, all the bells and whistles. Austin and I have both test-driven that car. It's an unbelievable SUV. It is new-age technology. It feels right. Your wife is going to love it. You talk about your life. Or your wife loving you a little bit more, happy life, happy wife, happy wife, happy life, happy Palisade. That's what you should be saying that because they'll hook you up with a great deal. As I said, wilsoncountyhyundai.com.
0: A to Z Sports, Bet MGM, the king of sports books. Download the app today. Download the app today. Use code ATOZ100. You put a $1 money line bet on either the Braves or the Blue Jays. And if one of those teams hits a single home run, you win $100. That's it. That's all it takes. ATOZ100 for first time users. Download the app. Sign up today. A $1 money line bet on either the Braves or Blue Jays is all you have to do to unlock that free $100. If a team hits a home run, head it right there at thebetmgm.com and the BetMGM app. So now I'm going to go through and and check some leaks that have happened because what I do see is that uh, the NFL going back to London, Falcons versus the Jets and Jags versus the Dolphins will happen in London. I will keep my eye on any other leaks that come out while we're still live this morning. But Zach, you have Three things the NFL did strategically with their week one matchups overall.
1: Yeah, I I was very intrigued. Now, let's start with the primetime matchup. Number one, the NFL ain't dumb. They're very, very smart. They set up Tom Brady against a restructured Cowboys team. Dak coming back in Tampa. Fire them cannons. My blood is flowing right now. Thinking about this matchup, this is the best thing that they did all season. This is smart. Tom Brady showcased against America's team. You either love or hate Tom Brady. You either love or hate the Dallas Cowboys. This is perfect. This is primo number one. Number two is actually a little off the radar. And I'm going to pull up the schedule to note the other primetime games. So that Thursday night, that is Bucks hosting the Cowboys. But... What you have to know is the other primetime games Sunday night Bears in LA going to the Los Angeles Rams and then the Monday night matchup Ravens at Raiders in Las Vegas which is going to be popping there in in Sin City. But let's pull up this graphic. This is what I think that the ty- that, that the NFL, excuse me, did. They helped Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer this is number two. I got Bucks, Cowboys out of the gate, but number two, I looked at the Jags and I said Jags at Texans. They set up on a T, the worst team in the NFL, to play Trevor Lawrence, Tim Tebow, Travis Etienne, and Urban Meyer to get a win. Austin, what do you think about that? I thought that was something strategically that the NFL did. That was a gift to Trevor Lawrence week one.
0: Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, I I do think it's it's always a good story if like the first round draft pick gets to win his NFL debut, you know, and the Texans are absolutely garbage and will be garbage all year. So I do find that interesting. But last year the Jags won their week one matchup against the Colts and then they lost 15 straight. I don't think they're going to do that this year. But uh, and Puka says also – a message to the Texans <laughs> saying, get your stuff together, stop being abysmal. Uh, so I, I do find that interesting. And on your Cowboys box point, I think that tells you a lot about how the NFL feels about Dak and his injury rehab, that if there was any question about Dak Prescott being back, fully healthy and effective, they would not put him on Thursday night football to open against the Bucks. They wouldn't do that. But, you know, there's been enough time Probably there's been enough information about Dak Prescott's rehab to make the NFL feel confident that that's a good decision.
1: Yeah, I I agree. Uh, So here, I need some help on my third one. And And I'm going to throw this out to you to kind of decide. Is which game, and and take the Titans aside from this, let's just think about this in the NFL mind. Which kind of gets you more excited to watch? and it's between two games. Okay. If you look at it, it's between the Browns going to the Chiefs or the other one that kind of lights my fire, Seahawks at Colts. So Seahawks at Colts or Browns at Chiefs. I really liked what they did with those two matchups because obviously you got a playoff uh two playoff teams going against each other. Uh, in the AFC. And then you have Russell Wilson, a quality team, going against a lot of unknowns for the Indianapolis Colts and a lot of new faces.
0: Well, Brown's Chiefs is a playoff rematch from last year. And so I I think that's more interesting. Seahawks, Colts, like... Because we cover the Titans, you're always paying attention to what the Colts are going to do and how they could maybe stack up some losses early that impact the wild or the AFC South race. Last year, the Colts lost to AFC South in week one. That's the fact because they lost to the Jags. That was the only game the Jags won in week one, and that was it, right? Uh, that was the difference in how the season's played out. This, this year, both the Titans and Colts opened with NFC West opponents so I it does that game does not matter nearly as much to me as what the Colts opened with last year.
1: I'm more the opposite. I'm really interested to see about Carson Wentz.
0: I, oh, I, I am, too. I'm interested in it, but I just, uh, when you ask me Browns, Chiefs, or Seahawks, Colts, I'm taking Browns, Chiefs all day.
1: But I think that the Chiefs are going to wipe the floor with the Browns. Dude, I the think Browns, the Chiefs are that much better than the Cleveland Browns.
0: Well, here's the I don't crazy. know if the
1: Seahawks are that much better than the Colts.
0: When the Browns have gone winless in week one for 16 straight years. They had a, t- <laughs> they had a tie in week one a couple of years ago, but they have not won a season opening game in a long ass time. And they've got uh the the defending AFC title Chiefs uh in week one. So maybe that gets to 0-17 or 0-16 and one. Uh but I, I still am more intrigued with Brown's Chiefs than I am Seahawks Colts. I don't know. I, I, I that it's the Colts thing. It's it's the Frank Wright Carson Wentz factor. Sure, but again, like if if like that the, the Titans and Colts both play NFC opponents in week one, they it's not gonna.
1: It's about setting the standard at quarterback. I know what Tannehill's going to do in week one. I've seen him enough for the play for the Titans. I know what Russell Wilson's going to do and Baker Mayfield with his weapons. And I know what Patrick Mahomes is. I do not know... If Carson Wentz comes out there and throws two or three picks or two or three touchdowns, that's going to spark my interest for the rest of the year. Not saying that week one matters. You've already referenced the, the Jags beating the Colts last year. Yeah. But I, I do... That's my, I kind of tend to go the other direction, but both matchups are very good. And the NFL did a very good job with both of those games.
0: Right, right. So do you want to know a potential leak for the Titans schedule?
1: Is it a primetime leak?
0: Yes. Were we correct? One of us was correct in this primetime leak. Is it a home or away game? It is a home game for the Tennessee Titans. We uh, can keep we can keep playing guess who well, then we are he, I'm
1: hedging my bet because Jeez, I no. think that I am correct, not okay. you, because okay. it's either the Chiefs or my two teams.
0: Okay, so who I'll give you one guess. You've you've narrowed it down to three teams, my, the Chiefs or your two teams you had at home. What's your official guess for what this primetime leak is? Bills. Week six, Monday Night Football, Bills at Titans. That is a NFL schedule leak. Bang bang! So again, that's not confirmed by any means, but again, that's just like something that I saw on Twitter when I typed in Titans schedule leaks. <laughs> so we don't I also saw something that the Titans will play the Jags in week five. But again, like what you don't really know until officially because it could just be some Yahoo out there creating stuff. Man, but
1: I like that. I like that. I didn't get that. I I mean, I had to narrow that down, but, and you gave me some help. We
0: we literally played guess who with it and I played along with you. So you, you did a good job with that. So yes, it's bills at Titans week six, Monday night football bills at Titans week six, Monday night football. That's uh, the schedule week coming out. Then I, I saw this Titans at Jags week five. Uh, And then we already know Cardinals at Titans week one. So yeah.
1: And throughout the day, it will be pieced together. We'll probably know eight or nine or 10 weeks or probably the whole damn thing before it's released tonight.
0: Now's that, do you want to know an open opening line for Titans and Cardinals that, that I just saw?
1: Uh, I would say Titans minus three.
0: So Normally, Vegas gives the home team or three points, right? Like, that's typically that, right? Titans minus one and a half. Okay. Which tells me if it was in Arizona, it'd be Arizona minus four and a half.
1: Yeah, because they look at what the Titans did in the offseason to their offense and say, what the hell did they do?
0: So, I, I find that interesting. Titans minus one and a half against the Cardinals early week one line. Like if you can find it, jump on Titans minus one and a half. Would you do it, Zach? Uh, I have not figured
1: out what I'm going to do for my NFL betting, right. uh, infatuation or or whatever we want to call that. Um, I've, I I I'm a big NBA guy. Won a lot of money in the NBA. Did win a big mou- amount of money to the tune of uh you know almost two grand, uh for the last game of the season, but. Yep. I don't know how I'm going to approach this season with NFL
0: betting. I don't either because uh, it's with our bet GM you know, at power. <laughs> I think uh, we've got a lot of possibilities to either win some money or get caught up in some weird things uh, and lose. So I, I'm, I'm just excited that I got off the, my losing streak over the last couple of days last night with my NBA parlay. Okay, Zach, let's get to it. It's throwing shade time here to wrap up this Wednesday show. Don't go anywhere because I think everybody will be on board with my shade today. It was that despicable. But first, let me tell all of you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways that you can use Renters Warehouse to, to your benefit. Excuse me, They can create extra cash flows for your family. Build long-term wealth through long-term equity by renting out your property instead of selling it. Maybe you have a young son or daughter who's graduating from high school or college. It's graduation season. They need somewhere to live. They need somewhere safe to be, a great location, a good spot that's affordable for you because you're probably still paying some of that rent right there. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go to find your graduate, their first home. Renterswarehouse.com.
1: Bet MGM Download the app today. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports. That promo code will help you out. Give you great deals. Give you risk free bets. They give you parlay boosts, which is great. Once you sign on to the app, so download it today. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports.
0: All right. So Zach, do you want your shade or, or my shade first? Okay. Oh, well, it
1: sounds like yours is
0: a little bit more in
1: depth, so I will go first, and I will be—I'm pretty honest, man. I—I'm a very honest man. I don't lie going into today and starting the show and this is usually very unusual because as you know i usually stack up my shades i text right. myself say hey this person pissed me off or screw this waiter or whatever but i didn't have anything i like things were pretty well going pretty well for me like one last night i had more good news than i did shade i'm, I'm going to a to a uh uh, my buddy's farm to, to go four wheeling and fishing this weekend this is good news. I didn't have any shade. So I was like, well, maybe I can find some shade in the show. And lo and behold, I did find it, but it wasn't of anybody's doing. I am throwing shade on suspenders. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. I now understand my grandfather used to wear suspenders. Both my grandparents were suspenders. And it obviously is an older thing. They look great. Like, I feel like a badass. Just, I feel like I could just dominate the world that I could sit there, I'm in the stock exchange, I'm telling you what to do, sell, buy, buy, sell. I feel great. But my back, like, I am slunched over. So, like, I feel like I understand why these old men walk around with back problems because they have these straps (laughs) pulling them down Instead of having good posture. So my shade is on these suspenders that I desperately want to take off. And now I will take them off because God, see, that feels so much better. It's like I I, 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 I've never worn a bra, but I can only imagine I've taken some off, but I could only imagine that what a woman feels like when they take off their bra. I feel that same feeling I would think or imagine just undoing those suspenders.
0: All right, you you could probably loosen the suspenders and you wouldn't have that much. I loosen, I
1: mean, they're almost down to my belt. I
0: loosened them. I did. Are they, do that. Are they child suspenders? No, these are tuxedo primo suspenders. Well, I mean. When's the last time you've worn those suspenders? I don't wear suspenders. I, I am mean, it's twenty twenty one You have suspenders,
1: so you've had them from some something. Oh no, these were my dad's
0: suspenders. These
1: I did not buy. I have never purchased my own suspender. <clears throat> okay, all right, that's fine. So,
0: so they're probably a lot older than, and they probably need to be bigger. Uh, yeah, okay, that's fine. I get you, but you probably need to loosen them up a little bit. I right, loosened
1: them. Now I shit. feel a lot better.
0: Zach Goodman says throwing shade on the Dodgers for ruining my parlay last night. Ethan Rampin says shade on all these gas hoarders. Alabama doesn't even get that much gas from the, that pipeline. Uh, I see a lot of people, uh, you know, throwing shade at all these stupid gas shortages in the town I live in. All eight of the gas stations are out from Zach Goodman. Rob says shade <laughs> Wait, on oh, all the— Wait time
1: out. Yeah. I, and I, I just heard—and usually I'm very in the know. Did you hear—you heard about the gas stories, right?
0: Uh from somebody texting me about it. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, uh, but like, is it a hoax? Is it true?
0: I don't know. But or are they like, wasting
1: a bunch of people's time in line for gas?
0: I mean, there's a lot of people in line for gas. I filled up yesterday, but it didn't take me that long. And I also saved money because I used my grocery points on it. So like people are complaining about, uh, gas prices. Uh, but I was able to, uh, save some, you know, significant bucks. Rob says Knoxville is out now. I mean, it's pretty nuts. Um, and Bobby's right. It wouldn't be that big of a deal if people weren't hoarding gas, like they did toilet paper a year ago. So it's just people freaking out and causing bigger issues. Hunter says he's on the road. It's true. Uh, panic buying is worse as Puka. So there's all those things that go into it. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't drive that much because we work from home. So my wife drives a lot because of her job. And so luckily she had filled up the night before. Uh, in her car, so she's good to go for a little bit. So, my shade, Zach, is on clickbaiting. And normally when I talk about clickbaiting, it's because somebody is accusing us of clickbaiting, which is incorrect. We do not clickbait. We just write good headlines. This is the worst type of clickbaiting. The Atlanta Journal-Constitute yesterday, not once, but twice, tried to clickbait the death of former Hawaii quarterback Colt Brennan. Here are the two tweets they put up about Colt Brennan passing away at the age of 37. The one on your left is the first attempt at this clickbait. The one on the the right is their second time to try to make it less horrific. Quarterback Georgia defeated in 2008 Sugar Bowl has died. Then they tried to fix it to quarterback in 2008 Sugar Bowl has died. Look, AJC, don't clickbait death. We talked about this not too long ago with the death of Marty Schottenheimer, and I forget which publication. I think it was maybe the Washington Post or somebody like that tried to clickbait by saying Marty Schottenheimer, who had a losing record in the playoffs, passed away. Like, shut the hell up. If you don't have, just report what it is and in the story, tell the story about the person's life. But do not... Clickbait somebody passing away. This should be common sense, but no, you thirsty ass websites and companies who try to get every dollar out of every cent, every click you possibly get. You, Georgia, the AJC in Atlanta, just don't write a story about it, it's ridiculous the fact that you're having a Kevin Bacon times three to get to Colt Brennan passing away is terrible. So go to hell and quit doing this stuff.
1: Yeah, there there is zero. um, I understand the reasoning behind it, but there is zero morals to that. And you have to have, and I know it's tough in social media in today's world, but you have to have some morals, man. Like, especially with death, because you don't know what happens once you die like nobody's come back and said hey look here's how it is like that's that's I think the despicable and I think that's the word that you use it is despicable Uh, I I read up on Colt Brennan yesterday and I read up on his life his struggle it did mention them getting beat pretty badly in the sugar bowl by Jordan like 41 to 7 or whatever uh, and and it kind of retrained my brain of that era cuz I do remember that very distinctly. I remember the yeah. Colt Brennan saga, right? Everybody has their 15 minutes of fame. That was Colt Brennan's 15 minute fame. He was drafted in the 6th round, so he didn't really get a lot of playing time. It was only in the NFL a few years, but that is it. That is a newspaper. It,
0: it's it's dying. so ridiculous. It's a
1: newspaper dying.
0: Yes, and and the and, and Rob says it's probably some twenty-year-old intern. No, I. No, even,
1: it's probably a sixty-five-year-old editor
0: who has who has no idea how to adapt to writing headlines for the internet, and so they make awful mistakes. They made a a horrible horrible mistake with the first one on the left, and then half-assed it and just made themselves look flat out stupid with the second attempt on the right like just don't write anything if you are that desperate that you need clicks off of a quarterback Georgia played 13 years ago then that's a problem with your business and you and don't put don't pull Colt Brennan's death into your stuff
1: and they admitted their wrongs by changing it right yes. it's it, it was kind of like i mean deleting your tweet a little bit right you kind of meet admit that hey whoa that wasn't a smart move but this is a multi i mean the ajc's they're Shoot. cox media right so this yes. is a billion dollar business it's massive again there's responsibility when you're a corporation and uh zero more value so i i i, I agree with this shade
0: just terrible so that's all I had today I, and my my face got really red during that rant and I could feel it and I could see it uh, but that uh, that's a shade I, you know Jeff tweeted that to us yesterday I had already seen the first one but Jeff uh, made me I I made sure to screenshot it before they deleted it then I could not actually believe that they were so stupid in their attempt to correct themselves ridiculous ridiculous. Yeah. And I also, this
1: is kind of side shade and and Dom kind of brings this up of Devin Bush who deleted his tweet too. Uh, And I, I think I know what he's referencing. There was a lot of players going after, and we talked about this yesterday, the Tim Tebow signing, a ton of them went after Tebow and what Urban Meyer has done. But I think what we have to realize is it's pretty it's it's on brand of what Urban Meyer is. We can't be surprised that he's doing that, you know. Like it's on brand. It's not just something. Oh, what Urban Meyer? He would never do something. Yes, he would.
0: Yeah, Urban he Meyer. Has numerous.
1: And- uh, let's see, troublemaking kids in college that didn't go to class just so they could play football. You think that he's a changed man? He's not.
0: Yeah, no, and and Urban Meyer is scum, and it's not hard to see. He's a good football coach, great football coach, but he's an absolute scum, and so it's ridiculous.
1: Uh, you can a- answer Aaron's question for us, Austin, and uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
0: Aaron's asked, are you guys going to be live tonight for the NFL schedule release? Buck Rising will be live, A to Z Sports Prime Time, Sunday nights through Thursday nights at eight PM Central Time. And his show tonight will be reacting to the Titans' schedule. So, set again, always have your live notifications on, whether you watch on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, or YouTube. Always have those notifications on so you guys know exactly when we go live. But Buck will have that tonight uh, at 8 o'clock Central Time for Titans' full schedule release. And before
1: we go, I, and I've seen this a couple times in the, in the comments, is this, and again, the gas thing has kind of eluded me, Bobby says, my shit is people filling grocery bags with gas. There's that can't no way. That
0: cannot be real. <laughs> Bruce says, help the guys out. Hit the like button. Yeah, if you watch on YouTube, you can't really share it. You can, like, text the link to somebody if you want to. Hit the like button if you watch on YouTube uh, for sure. So, all right, guys. We will see you tomorrow morning on a Titans Thursday. Bach uh, will see you tonight for the Titan schedule. It's like I mentioned at eight o'clock central time for A to Z sports prime time. So we'll see you guys later on. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. Talk to you later.
1: See you later.